Welcome back to Of Dice and Friends, your weekly serving of magic, mayhem, and misadventure. I'm Joey, your host and dungeon master, and we're back in person. I missed you guys. Yay! Yeah. Well, m most of you guys. Wow. <laughs> That's all right. I'll leave. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, speaking of Nolan, uh, <laughs> by the time this episode airs, it'll be just a couple of days before Nolan's birthday. So happy early birthday. Wait, really? Oh, shit. Wow. You... That, okay, see, he says he's my enemy, but he actually remembered my birthday when I forgot my birthday. That's kind of sweet, actually. Maybe that's because he's sending you a cake with a bomb inside of it. True. Wow. Does that mean we're officially frenemies? Wow. I think so. I'm going to change my Facebook status to frenemies with you. I'm yeah. going to change mine to it's complicated. <laughs> Both mean the same thing. Well, I guess since you remembered my birthday, I feel pretty bad putting a pun on you. So let's just give a fun fact about Nolan. Okay. Believe it or not, guys, I don't know if we've ever talked about it, but I'm a huge enjoyer of like the Bigfoot lore and stuff. I'm all in on it. I really hope he's real. I mean, like, I don't know if you guys have ever noticed, but like, I'm going to show you the top of my headset. Oh my yeah, gosh. Yeah, I saw that when you first started. You marked the question yeah, so, mark. So Nolan wrote the word Bigfoot on the... <laughs> On the headband on his <laughs> on his earphones when we started this campaign, and I kind of stopped for a moment. I was like, "Is that like his own nickname?" Like, you know, Nolan's kind of a big guy, so I thought maybe you kind of like, <laughs> I wish something. I just hope he's yeah. out there. Is that why when you like Bigfoot? When you go to the refrigerator guy. late at night, do people stop and say, "Oh my God, it's Bigfoot <laughs> in the refrigerator"? I would be really scared because that means people would be in my kitchen. <laughs> right. But you know what really bothers me about Bigfoot, though. Mm -hmm. People always ask, like, where is Bigfoot? But nobody asks, how is Bigfoot? <laughs> Yeti never complains. <laughs> <laughs> and that was brought to you by our very own god of comedy, Zach. Good job, Zach. <laughs> but, um... It's my birthday. You can't be mad. <laughs> you can't be mad. <laughs> Joey is staring daggers at uh, Nolan right now. Hi, this is Greg, and I play GR, and uh, I'd like to talk about something D&D related. How goaded the spell guidance actually is. That spell is very good. I, I've played with so many clerics, and they never cast that spell. And then playing Baldur's Gate, I realized you should be <laughs> casting that on everything. Lockpicking guidance. <laughs> Talking to someone guidance. Why does nobody use that spell? It's so good. It's actually infamously an issue in all their groups that whenever anyone makes a skill check... The cleric is like, oh, I cast Guidance. Really? Yeah. Because I've never seen that What spell does use. Guidance do? It gives you a D4 to every two ability checks. Oh, so it's like what Tana's yeah. been doing, but like for every single Yeah, but it's check. a cantrip, so you can do it at infinite. It's a cantrip? Yeah. Oh, that is so broken. I love it. Yeah. And then another spell? <laughs> I want that. <laughs> Friends. I, that spell is bonkers. It's, to be fair, it's bonkers in Baldur's Gate because they don't punish you for it. But in normal D&D, after a minute, the person does realize that you tricked them. Mm. But in Baldur's Gate, why take Charm Person? That's another thing I noticed. Because it just uses a spell slot. Yep. When you can use Friends, does the same thing as a cantrip. Uh, if you play on harder difficulties, Friends does have the uh, downside. Oh, cool. Ooh. So be aware of that. Mm. Uh, I, you know I play. <laughs> I play on the middle minimum not minimum the middle difficulty um, and i still get swept all the time it's a tough game god i'm thinking about doing like tactician hardcore mode good luck where you do like if your care all your characters die you have to restart oof yeah hardcore like, in any game is like that that takes some like 
Some patience and some yeah. skill and some balls too. Yeah, I used to play Diablo three all the time. But yeah, <laughs> if I ever did that, I probably might as well stream it so people can cheer me on as I lose. <laughs> anyway. Hey Nolan, let's do a simultaneous drink slurp when the <laughs> cheers comes on. I think that'd be really gross. And I'll try. All right, but we'll I do feel like, like I'll be like self conscious on my slurp. Gross. <laughs> so That's not. I'm totally doing it and it's staying in. You're gonna keep it in, right, Greg? Yeah, everyone needs to keep it in. Ew. Anyway. <laughs> Don't even edit that out, Greg. Let, let people see what I have to deal with. <laughs> what you have to deal with. Yeah, yeah. Hey, guys, it's Rachel. I uh, I play Tana the Tiefling, as I have and always shall. Even after this game is over, I shall continue to play Tana the Tiefling. How will that work? Not sure. Okay. I'll let you know the logistics afterwards. <laughs> okay. She's going to wear very skimpy clothes and paint her body red. I don't she doesn't think... wear skimpy clothes. Yeah. She actually... Oh, that's in, right. Yeah, Tana's she's very more... like conservative. She's like, don't look at me. Except for that one time when she was on the volcano and she was in very skimpy clothes and it was very distracting for JR. Anyway. Yeah, JR members. <laughs> what about JR's member? Yeah. <laughs> he got all rotted up about it. Anyway, so got back from... Uh, Salt Lake City Fan Expo uh, late last night and had such a great time. But I tell you what, you guys, I didn't even tell you this. I wanted to wait until we were doing the recording. So, you know, I sell my books. I sell a lot of swag and stuff there. And then I have a little pile of of Dyson Friends um, like postcards. And so when people walk by with like a D20 shirt or, or whatever, I'm like, hey, you like Critical Role? We do too. Except we're like a quarter the length of it, right? Normally you want to have more length. In our case, I like having the bite-sized length. Anyway, that's awkward. You saying it fits length. in the mouth? Yeah. Anyway, that's anyway. I think it's all about the content. <laughs> <laughs> the super cool thing is I probably had eight, nine people come up and say, I've heard you guys. I love your show. Whoa. Isn't that oh, cool? Really? Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I, and I was like, are you sure? <laughs> I, I was doing that as an author up until really recently. They're like, oh my God, I love your Guild of Blood series. I'm like, are you sure you're mine? Or is, oh, okay. Not Because like, I read it and I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> no, sometimes I just think people are like making a mistake, right? So it takes a while for like that imposter syndrome to go away. But nope. I was like, really of Dyson friends they're like yeah you know like your DM Joey and you play Ton and I was like wow that's awesome mind yeah. blown that's incredible so yeah to all you nerds out there who go to these conventions and actually know who we are we love you thank yeah. you so yeah, much that's, that's thank awesome. you I still don't believe the people in our Discord like us. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they do <laughs> hey this is Aaron I play uh, Finny and the Elf and uh, I was at the convention with Rachel and it was really cool. Like there were, it was huge. There were so many people there Yeah. and apparently Salt Lake is kind of a Mecca for like fantasy readers and role playing and cosplay. Huh? I had really? no idea. Yeah, we didn't huh? either. We didn't know. Um, and it was really kind of cool to meet yeah. all those people. And, uh, I just want to, I just want to say, you know, I wanted to, you know, uh, throw some cheer Rachel's <laughs> way. I was there in the booth for a good chunk of the time she was there and, uh, man, she has a lot of fans. And it was awesome to How see. Cool and then just that? people would people would come and buy a book, and then they would come back the next day and buy the rest of the books because they'd already <laughs> oh. read the first book. Like How they were just cool. tearing through it. It was really cool. And I'm she actually sold, blushing. <laughs> she sold all of her stock of books, and essentially we had to shut down early on the last day because we ran out of stock. Wow, which was wow. like pretty amazing. And uh, then I have a little story. So I went back to the hotel 
um, early. I can't remember what I, I think I was getting the car or something like that. And um, the gal who was working the front desk, I, I had to get new key cards made and it was under Rachel's name. So I said, you know, all right, Rachel. And then um, she said, oh, did she write the Gilded Bud <laughs> series? And I was like, yes. She said, well, I read Synced. And I said, well, wait, you mean inked? And she said, no, synced. And I said, you know, that's the fourth book in the series. She said, I loved it. And I said, really? She said, yeah, my friend gave it to me. And for some reason, she didn't have the other copy. So she gave me the last one. What? I'm like, so you read it from like the last book in the series and you loved it? She's like, yeah, I can't wait to read the rest of it. What? And I was like, that's that so crazy. To that person, and thank you. I cannot tell you how much that means to me, but also as an author, my soul is crushed. What? You cannot no, read, read the, the last ending before no, you read all the stuff the whole thing. No, 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 no. Think it. Let's spin it in a positive light. It's like modern TV shows how, like, instead of continuing the story, they just yeah. make the prologues. It's, <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, it's like Star Wars, right? Yeah, you yeah. start with episode four. Yeah. 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 I, and, and so the funny part was, it was the end of the show. We had none of those books left. Otherwise, if I'd had one, I would have just given her. <laughs> right. I would have literally given her a copy of the first book and said, please read this. So at least you have some context for what happened in the last <laughs> book. <laughs> Thanks, Aaron. You're only yeah. a little biased, but uh, thank you. I, I say that I'm a little biased, but I mean, even objectively, it was really awesome. And like, she just killed all the other writers there. I did literally. There was so much blood. There was blood, <laughs> there was blood I knew I saw you on the news. She turned to me and said, they're going to take all my sales. Aaron, here's a broadsword. Go to it. broadsword. Like, Aaron. Yes. We said we weren't going to talk about that. I mean, that. it was a public execution. So, oh. guys, raise your glasses. Um, here's to cutting off people when they're saying too much. Cheers. Ripped all the authors. Cheers. <laughs> Here's to your successful convention, Rach. Oh, Cheers. Thanks, you guys. Aaron, I Ew. will slap you. I, I joked. <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely tried. Do you have a drinking problem? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Chapter 55 The Calm Before. As a warm wind swirls through the village of Skystead, you find yourselves ensnared within a circular wall of ice. Its surface reflects the sunlight that's just now peeking through the clouds, casting fragmented reflections on those trapped within, which include four Triton soldiers uh, who stand vigilant around its perimeter. Their eyes are sharp, their weapons at the ready, and their postures both cautious and protective. Nearby, Volier kneels um, in the mud, his unblinking gaze lifted upwards, just letting the rain drench his face. His expression is one of sorrow, mixed with maybe a hint of determination, as if lost in thought or in prayer. And then, of course before you, stands the water simulacrum of Empress Kalia, the waves rippling as if regal robes. As she surveys all who are present with a commanding gaze, the air grows heavy with anticipation. For while this moment is a precarious one, it also offers a chance, however fleeting, at some form of resolution. Hmm. The Empress's stern expression softens a bit. I never had the chance to properly extend my gratitude for your assistance in North Harbor. Oh yeah, no problem. Oh, yeah. your majesty. And then I'll like realize Volier is kneeling, so I'll, I'll also kneel. Yeah, Volier's more like kneeling 
not to her, but because of what happened last episode. Oh, well, but that is not how I interpreted it. Does it does work out. <laughs> I'll, I'll walk up, remove my hat and bow. It's an honor to be in your uh, presence, Empress. She she nods, especially to you, JR. Your valor may have preserved my life, yet it fails to absolve you of your transgressions. I hope you understand this. Well, I hope of anything it allows us to plead our case to you. Yes, yes. Uh, a rather discomposed bard relayed tales of your exploits, depicting you as virtuous rebels. The druid conclave in Thecum corroborates this account, though... Their endorsement, one could argue, would extend even to genocidal acts, if so long as it served Kaithar's preservation and balance. That being said, I will hear you out. Well, I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll lean in to Tana. Is, is now the time that we unleash Finian's story? <laughs> uh, actually, yeah. Finian, why don't you take this one? Are you sure? Weirdly, yes. Your majesty? Is that how I should address you? <laughs> that works, yes. It has been some time since we've last made our acquaintance, as you well know. M many things have transpired in that period of time. It does not surprise me to hear that law and order looks upon our exploits as being somewhat questionable in their form, if not their intent. Finian, tell however, her why we did it. However, <laughs> one, we would not countenance genocidal acts, no matter what the druid grove of Thecum would tell you. In fact, we have made it a point as a group whether through to not agreement. commit genocide, <laughs> <laughs> whether through agreement, implicit or explicit, we have made it a point of trying to avoid bloodshed whenever possible. In fact, the the end of both Tregoth and Imagoth came about not by the sword, but through acts of compassion and by request. This I'm going to put a hand on your shoulder. Good job, Finian. That's about all we need. <laughs> no, really, that's about all we need. <laughs> and so now you plan to kill the last one. To be fair, we could ask him first, but if and when he disagrees, we will take him down if we must. Not for our sake, but for the sake of this continent. And this whole world. Explain this to me. Why would killing Thogurth lead to... Why would it be for our benefit? We're out of balance, and we were asked to take more power than anyone should rightfully have in order to make it balanced. But as we're learning... Throughout this journey, more power doesn't equal more balance. It just makes it unequitable, and it makes the rifts between our races all the wider. So we relinquished our powers and went to the three remaining demigods, two of whom agreed. 
If we get rid of the demigods, we can have balance once again, and we only have one left. And not just balance, but the restoration of Lagal, who has demonstrably improved in its well-being and health since Trigoth and Imigoth have stepped aside. That was very apparent to us when we passed through Lagal just recently. Though one might argue that a group of people capable of convincing three demigods to die has accumulated already a great amount of power. We, pardon my interruption, but we were given the choice, or at least my comrades were given the choice to take the power of demigods. And instead of taking that power upon themselves, they gave it up and asked for others to relinquish their power to restore power only to the hands of Lagal. And also, let's be fair, we're not going to be crowned homecoming queen anytime soon. <laughs> In case you didn't notice, we're not exactly popular. No one sees us as the heroes. If anything, we are a ragtag group of anti-heroes. But do you truly believe this to be the correct choice? Yes. It's bearing out to be the case, as we've seen an improvement in the health of Legal. Yes. Just in the recency of our actions. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> you have to understand that what you are, your actions are frightening to many, in, my father included. To him, you represent anarchy, though there are some to whom you represent freedom. Look, 400 years ago, there was 10 demigods walking around. And it started a revolution and a war. And let's be real, that war never ended. It's still going on today. This is actually the end of it. Do you want all 10 back and all that calamity? If it was such devastation back then that they they threw arms against the demigods, what makes you think it won't happen again? We're trying to go to war. The war to end all wars. You want peace. Through war. <laughs> In fact, we've achieved that peace so far with no war. <laughs> my, my father never sought dominion. His sole purpose has always been tranquility. You are claiming the same for yourselves. Yeah, and listen, uh, regarding your father, there's two things I want to address, starting with... Uh, if you happen to be in contact with him, I would like to formally apologize for punching him. <laughs> but <laughs> she stifles a chuckle. But it was only because I think your father still has some remnants from Soul Render. Uh, I don't know if you've noticed it all, but your dad got a, just a tiny bit more aggressive, and that's because he was wielding a cursed blade. Not only that, but the Seeker Ong Dune messed with his mind. He, my father, is shattered. That is why I am here, listening to your plea. <sighs> my father commands an armada north of the Storm Coast, fortifying the waters surrounding Mount Thruma. I believe it is there that Thogoth has lain dormant for centuries. If you are to arrive there, Know that it is only a matter of days before my father wakes him. Why oh. is your father trying to wake him? Presumably, my father seeks guidance. The so-called Noodles and Company have slain 
or convinced two demigods to let go of their power. This is unprecedented, and it it has completely destroyed his plans, his hopes for peace. I'm going to turn to the guys. In other words, he's going to give him a head start. He's going to let him know that we're on the way. I think he already knows if he can... If I can see just the fraction of what I can see, imagine what Thogith can see. I don't know. I was hoping because he was dormant, he was just sort of taking a nap this whole time. <laughs> yeah, and guess when I see my visions while we sleep. Oh, we're in so much trouble. Oh, no. Perhaps against my better judgment, I do trust the four of you. I've seen what you're capable of, and you did save my life in North Harbor. Penetrating the fleet without detection will be nigh impossible within, without an Empire vessel. I offer you one. You'll still likely be caught, of course, but this is your greatest chance. Regrettably, a crew is beyond my offering. Loyalty wavers ambiguously between the Empire and my father specifically. With a pained grin, Valir at this moment stands from his stupor, uh, looking not to the Empress, but to you guys. I, uh, <clears throat> I know I am difficult, and our relationship uh, has been unusual. Wait, really? I thought we were really <laughs> good friends with him. <laughs> but you have helped me a great deal. Will you let me return the favor? In what way, Father? I cannot sail, but I know someone who can. In fact, he's the only captain I trust enough for this mission. Aaron's <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> so happy. Aaron is laughing. He's so excited. <laughs> only because I know the name is going to come out. It's going to just sound so incongruous, the seriousness of the conversation. He's currently... <clears throat> he looks glances to the Empress and then back to you guys. Um, moving potions from Dragon Spiral for me. Yes. We will meet you in Yabu's Rise. And then without another word, seeing everyone nod in agreement, Valir bursts into butterflies and flutters off to the east. Uh, one of the mages begins to hurriedly cast a spell, but the Empress waves him down. Oh, yes. Speaking of dragon, Spiral, have you readied yourselves for an encounter with the Hegemon? They will certainly not allow your interference. Oh, I forgot about the Hegemon. It looked really <laughs> scary. <laughs> Indeed. You, you know what you're up against, I assume? No! <laughs> I never do! <laughs> we've been outnumbered and outmaneuvered and mm -hmm. outmatched. Mm -hmm. Pretty much since the very beginning. This so, is nothing new. So you plan to plunge headlong into conflict, bereft of insight into your adversary? Well, to mm -hmm. be fair, it worked here. <laughs> to be fair, <laughs> it has worked every moment since we were revived. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Why change our style now? <laughs> There's some murmuring among the guards. <laughs> <laughs> and then the Empress sighs. <clears throat> um, very well, I will... Uh, impart some knowledge. In Dragon Spiral, societal castes divide individuals based on magical prowess. Perhaps you know that much. 
Those fortunate enough to be born into the highest caste are surrendered to the state for tutelage. The strongest of these ascends to the role of hegemon, the ruler of Dragon Spiral. The hegemon wears robes to hide their body and a white mask to hide their face, an entity devoid of gender, race, and name, a symbol of pure magic supremacy. We're talking about an ascended mage to rule a kingdom of mages. This is who you will be fighting. Oh, that's actually uh, terrifying. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Let's go get an army of seekers. I was going to say, we need a seeker. We already yeah. got rid of the seekers. <laughs> I'm sure we can we didn't. find one. No, I got rid of the seekers, thank you. Though there were some who surrendered, there are only a handful that survived. It is possible to find them, though I'm not sure where they all are. I mean, we could maybe find one or two. Yeah. Man, In I fact, don't... we know one quite well, don't we? <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. On one hand, the Seekers were hunting down people like me, right? <laughs> On the other hand, none of them survived, so that's kind of a bummer. Oh, well. <laughs> suppose it's a question of greater evils, right? Perhaps yeah. the right Seeker, given the right motivation, would participate in our adventure. I will leave this to you if you decide to trust a seeker. I certainly don't. Hey, we're all about redemption now, so... Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of our theme. Yeah, <laughs> yep. We're like a rehabilitation. Redemption. People join us and become good. Speaking of which, I'm going to say this under my breath to JR. I am so proud of you for not hitting on the Empress. Good job. Well, thank you. <laughs> it was really hard. We see that you're really hard. Yeah, yeah like impulse control. High five. <laughs> <laughs> she shrugs off the side conversation. Speaking of redemption, there is but one more thing, one that I hesitate to mention. In recent weeks. Um, a half dozen or so gathering store members have been discovered deceased in Yabu's rise. What? Yes, their injuries suggest interrogation. Do you know their names? Uh, she will give the six <clears throat> names. They are names you don't know, though they all sound very Asimari. Oh, I'm going to turn to JR. Ravi's okay. That's good. Do you know who did this? We have our speculations concerning the perpetrator. I wonder if you could use their help. Their help? I'm sure they would help us. If I understand correctly, whoever this is is looking for their brother, and she'll look oh. to JR. Will you please tell your brother to stop killing my father's men? No, I can try, but I mean, he doesn't really listen to me. We've got so many fires to put out, and oh, normally I like me. making fires. <laughs> Perhaps we can persuade him to pursue a different course. If he understands what we are doing and agrees with it, perhaps he'll I put down his sword against the gathering storm. I think our our goals align now. He wants to get rid of the gathering storm, and that's kind of what we're doing now. We aren't getting rid of them directly. We're getting rid of their purpose. There's a and difference. that will get rid of them. <laughs> Hopefully by means of not dying. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I I hope history will remember this meeting kindly. There's a very different history where I prevent you from leaving, and I... Please, 
make sure that I'm making the right choice by letting you leave. We'll do our very, very best. Proceed then to Yabu's Rise. Equip yourselves. Seek respite. This will be your last chance before the battles to come. I wish you all luck. Wait, 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 your empressness. Uh, <laughs> I just have a, a quick question. Um, listen, I'm glad that you trust us now, but I don't know if I trust you. Where is my family? From what I understand, your family came into wealth some time ago and relocated closer to North Harbor. <sighs> I apologize for the trickery. We were using the house to try and locate you. No, it, that's that's okay. I, I get it, but they're they're safe. Do yes. you know? Do you know where they are? Uh, she she will tell you exactly okay. where what village near North Harbor they are. Mm. Um, it's it's an out. It's like a town right right near North Harbor. Okay. Seeing that there are no further questions, and it looks like she has a lot to think about herself. The water that makes up her simulacrum uh, dissipates, rejoining the rain. Uh, with her gone, the mage soldiers release the ice wall and lower your, their weapons. You're free to go. Yeah, and go quickly, we should. <laughs> Just in case anyone changes their mind. Um, before we go, guys, there, there's been something that I've I've been wanting to do here. Uh, if, if you could just give me a second. Uh, long, long story short, last time we were here, uh, I had a, I had a headstone that I didn't know how to read, that my family put there for me. And long story short, uh, throughout our travels with Sensei, he he kind of taught me how to read. Really? So I I just I really want to know what they said. That is a gift I did not expect him to provide to you. <laughs> Do you like him now? <laughs> <laughs> Only a little more. <laughs> I would have liked it better if he funded our expedition. <laughs> That's pretty impressive, Mo. If you, uh, if you could just give me a second, I, I, I want to see what they said about me. Uh, I'm gonna pull the sending stone out that I'm shocked didn't break when I fell through the ceiling, <laughs> Fair. and uh, I'll hand it to Tana. I get uh, to put more stuff in my pockets. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm glad you're excited. I was just hoping you'd call Sadiq because I think he's, and I'll just point to the woods. I think he's out there somewhere. <laughs> okay. We might need him for the next uh, few steps of our journey. We should probably tell him he's okay. not wanted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will uh, type in a quick message over text. <laughs> yeah, 25 words. <clears throat> Help us kill the hegemon. Yeah. <laughs> Come back now. <laughs> We miss Urgent. you. Urgent. <laughs> Dear Sadiq, if you wouldn't mind bringing your scaly ass back here, we need your help to defeat bad guys. Now. <laughs> you get the response back is, okay. <laughs> now it's just left me on red. Yeah. <laughs> just thumbs up. Yeah. <laughs> Oof, that's the worst. <laughs> Uh, Mo, I'll go. I'll go with you. We shouldn't uh, split up. Yeah, we'll all go. We'll give you some space if you'd like it, but we're not letting you go alone. Okay. Well, you might. You, you guys might see me cry, but whatever. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and I'll start walking a little bit faster. <laughs> we will. <laughs> oh, oh, Jesus. <laughs> Near your house is a small hill clear of trees, where a handful of crudely made gravestones are kind of scattered haphazardly around. Among them is your own. JR, you stand behind Mo, who kneels by his own gravestone. Slowly, he sounds out the words that are carved into it. Here rests Modus Forestfall, 
we loved you more than anything you could have ever done wrong. And then Mo notices a new grave immediately next to his own. I'm just sitting here looking at mine. I mean, I, I put my hand on it, too, and it it looks like I'm just soaking in what it said. And then I realize there's a new... This was not here last time. And I'm just going to turn slowly, look over, and read it. Mo, it takes a bit to figure out what this one says, but you manage to piece it together. Here rests Bamer Forestfall. With courage he served, with kindness he lived. As you see me reading this, my shoulders just drop with my head. And then I punch the ground angrily. I didn't... I should have been here. Damn it. Damn it. Why did he have to die too? And then I'm just going to take a long pause and just stare quietly at the headstone. I'll walk up and put my hand on Mo's shoulder. I know. Oh, it's rough. Not being able to say goodbye to your father. I literally just realized what he meant when he was telling me in the forest that day. I didn't even get to thank him for it. You may yet have the chance to thank him someday in the future when your soul goes to Noctara as well. Now that you've spent time there, you know that it is true that we are not necessarily separated from our loved ones after death. Hopefully that brings you some small measure of comfort. I'm going to sit down on your other side and just put a hand on your shoulder. We're probably going to die really soon. (laughs) (laughs) So we'll be able to tell all of them goodbye. Is that what Finian meant? (laughs) Last time I died, I got to talk to my dad. It was pretty cathartic. (laughs) Wow. Of course, now my shoulders are slumping because I'm remembering from that stupid deck that I pulled, if I die, I might really, really, Mm. really die. So now I'm crying with you too, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) It's fine. It's okay. I'll just go hang out with Espis's dust. (laughs) Don't cry. Now I'm crying. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to reach over and take the hem of your shirt and blow my nose in it. (laughs) I'm okay, really. I'm fine. I'm just probably going to die and go nowhere and cease to exist. It's okay. Why are you all crying? (laughs) There's some rustling in the leaves in the nearby woods. And Sadiq comes running into the clearing like like a vagabond, just covered in mud and leaves. He'll stop immediately when he sees you're all crying. All of you, except for Finian. <laughs> Who is standing over them. What have you done? <laughs> Most dead Me? is dead, and I'm going to turn into dust. And JR had to see his dad when he died, and Finian doesn't know how to cry. <laughs> And said we're all going to die soon. <laughs> I'm going to bury my face in Dergus, who smells really bad, but it's fine. <laughs> I love Dergis. you too, buddy. Dergus gives you little piggy kisses. Oh, that's so gross, but thank you. <laughs> I almost made Craig do a spit yeah, take. I, I wasn't expecting you to say that either. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right, everyone, take a deep breath and let it, let it in, and then let it go until there is nothing left. I miss heat. 
I agree with that. We could really use his help right now. Well, I cannot replace him, but I am answering the summons to help. What exactly am I helping with? Uh, I'll, I'll stand up and I'll uh, wipe the tears off my face and take one solid breath in and one solid exhale. It is okay to cry. Losing someone is like getting hurt. When you cut your hand, it must bleed in order to heal. I think tears are how your soul bleeds, in a way. You must let them out in order to be better. That was, that was beautiful, man. Finny and you said that- sniffling quietly. <laughs> <laughs> that was beautiful. <laughs> and you said you weren't good with poetry. Uh, was that poetry? Yeah. Oh. Perhaps when this is all over, I will become a poet. But, <laughs> but until then, um, what do you need me for? Okay. Okay, you're right. You're right. The job's not done. We owe this to more than ourselves. We have a ton of people on Noctara that are counting on us, too. Okay, Sadiq. Yes. We're taking on the hegemon. What? <laughs> we'll tell you on the way. Come on, Finian, let's go. You are asking me to kill the greatest we'll mage of all time? We'll tell time? you on the way. We'll tell you on the way. Come yeah, on, Finian. Isn't that what you like have been living for or something? I don't know. What I have... Uh, if there is such thing as destiny, perhaps JR is right. Perhaps this is mine. Yeah, yeah totally. But now you'll be killing for good. I have told myself that my entire life, but I will help you kill one more mage. Promise me that will be the last one. Yeah. If, if we cannot counsel the hegemon as we have successfully done with our most recent enemies, then yes, there may need to be bloodshed. I don't expect to be able to avoid that, unfortunately, Sadiq. True. JR, <laughs> Sadiq had all his character practice. And with that one <laughs> sentence, he just picked Sadiq up and shoved yeah. him back in that box. <laughs> so is that what you live for? Yeah. Or uh, your redemption arc like, is not over yet. You have to kill another man. That was the sentence. <laughs> Sadiq's shoulders slump as he realizes what he has to do again. The Empress has given her approval for us to take this action just this one time. So there should not be repercussions should it come to combat. Okay, guys, but actually, can we go? I know I'm impatient, but really and truly, we need to go. Tana is correct. Whoa. If we wait any longer, <laughs> there's a greater chance we will find Thorgath fully restored. Is, is Finian okay? I don't know. <laughs> Boy, there's a lot of character development in this one. Okay, Finian, <laughs> turn us into plants. <laughs> It doesn't work that way. Okay, we... turn us into farts. No, not that either. <laughs> do Just what you need to do. Oh. Be quiet. I will take care of this. I will figure out the magic myself. <laughs> Did Finian just tell Tana to be quiet? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Tana's a little turned on. <laughs> I concentrate on a tree that I became friends with in Jabu's Rise. <laughs> confused by, you know, assertive shut the hell up, Fidian. Hmm. I walk over to the nearest tree that looks suitable. Oh, he shushed me again. And I speak to it in treeish, and we have a nice conversation. <laughs> a portal opens and off we go. 
like yeah, there, there's no magic. Yeah. He just talked to the trees like shooting, buddy. <laughs> just before I step through the portal, I turn to the group and I say, it might be a good idea if we all adopt a disguise. And then I step through the portal. <laughs> Wait, that includes you? <laughs> hmm. I will presumably be all right, given I do not believe the Gathering Storm even knows who I am. So he'll, Sadiq will step through. Doesn't this portal have like a really short limit? Yes. I guess I'm hopping through. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll figure it out. As soon as I pop out the other side, I turn into my raven form. Huh. That's a disguise. <laughs> I will uh, collapse on my cape flows. That's not a disguise. <laughs> Here, I'll give you like bright carrot red hair. Ooh. There you go. Can I be a comedian now? Sure. <laughs> you need some props. Damn it. <laughs> Do you want me to change your hair color, JR? Sure. Okay, I'm going to give you super bright blue hair. Ooh. <laughs> and me, I'm going to disguise myself to look like what is like the common race in Yabu's Rise? A lot of ASMR and human here specifically. Cool. I'm going to I'm going to turn myself into an ASMR and then take a couple steps away from JR. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, on the other side of the tree is a place that couldn't be more different than the backwater village of Skystead. No offense, Nolan. Why'd you look at me with offense? <laughs> I picked a tree right in the middle of the city square. This place, everybody can see us. This place is teeming with people, uh, many of which wear, are wearing fancy suits, much like JR's. Uh, there's steam rising from weird machines, but it dissipates before even reaching the tops of the roofs of the city's impossibly tall architecture. The only similarity, really, is the overcast sky, though here, strong winds blow in from the northern sea, where much, much darker storm clouds have formed. Uh. As the Empress said, this is your last chance to prepare. Is there anything you'd like to do while you wait for Volier to rendezvous here? I'm going to get as many greater healing potions as I can possibly fit in my pockets. Uh, there are tiers greater than greater. What? Yeah. yeah what do you mean? But, there, wait, there, what? Yeah. I've been playing this for 55 episodes and you're only now telling me that there are superior healing potions? Yeah, it occurred to me like five days ago. I was like, I don't think Rachel even knows. I should probably tell her. <laughs> They are a waste of money. I literally walk around with gold in my pockets, having no idea what to do with it. Why would you say that with JR in the room? I am an idiot. I am an idiot. How much do the superior healing potions cost? And how do I use them? And why didn't you tell me sooner? Okay. You know I don't know how to play D&D. It's true. So superior healing is 8d4 plus 8 health. And supreme healing is 10d4 plus 20. Okay, health. now you're wow. just making stuff up. <laughs> so how much do those cost? <laughs> right. So uh, superior healing are 500 gold and supreme healing are 2,000 gold. Okay, so I don't have enough money for that. Okay. Uh, I mean, they're worth it because it's one bonus action to heal that much. Okay, so this is basically the last time we get to go to a store in this like whole shebang huh? yeah yeah i personally want to have i guess one last bout of fun with the patrons then i'm gonna go in and i'm going to buy a discount bag of potions 
However much it costs, you let me know, and I think the patrons should tell me what potions I bought. Wow, that's so cool. <laughs> what a great idea. I'll tell you what. You tell me how much gold you spend on this. Um. Okay, and personally, yeah. I only have a thousand gold. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, that's what I'll spend. I'll put all 1,000. Okay, so you spend 1,000 gold on a discounted grab bag of potions Correct. that the patrons will choose. Yep. Great. I would like okay. to choose the first potion in there, even though I'm not a patient. Pa- a patient? patient. <laughs> even, even though I'm not a patron. Are you ready? Yeah. A greater hemorrhoid healing potion. <laughs> yeah, I make it two. <laughs> One for each cheek. Yep. Potion of, a potion of hemorrhoidal healing. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah. Uh, so, first off, I'm going to ensure that Dergus is well equipped. So, I'm going to make sure his armor is affixed because he is going to go into battle with us as our <laughs> potion pig. Um, so, he's going to be, you know, wearing his rack of potions. He has nine of these things. So, he can run around and. You guys can grab one if you need it for a bonus action and heal yourselves. Ooh. Right? Because, you know, Finian's not very good about that. Um, <laughs> yeah, we've learned. He gets distracted. Um, and then after that, um, I have an idea of something that I'm going to go do. I guess I'll talk with Joey, with you about that. Is it a secret? Um, yeah, I think I think it should be for now. Oh, <gasps> Secrets okay. don't make friends, Finian. Yeah, rude. <laughs> Um, I get some cool, like, colored and, like, uh, like you know, face paint um, and, like, some charcoal and stuff. And so Dergus now has war paint. Oh, my face. gosh. That's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> he told me he wanted you to You mean, cool. like, the lines under his eyes? Yeah. Like, okay. Oh, right. my and gosh. That's forehead. adorable. Yeah. yeah. He's got, like, <laughs> like, red paint, blue paint, stuff like that. Are his yeah. calico spots now camouflaged? Well, he's wearing armor. Oh, my gosh. He's dragon scale. Yeah, he's wearing his black so dragon adorable. scale armor. If anyone out there is listening and likes doing fan art, I would love to see that. Well, and he's got like the leather like saddle with like potions like the potion satchels. What a hero. The more you describe Darius, the more I realize he's more prepared for battle than I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't need much. You just got your hands and your feet. True. And headbutt. When you need it. Fair. Yeah. I guess I'm not really going to buy anything, but this is my last time I'll probably ever be in this city, so I'm just going to wander around and look at the shops. Yeah. They remind me back when I was in school here. I'll walk and visit the school, and I'll eventually walk to the edge of the ocean over some jagged cliffs and just stare off at the gathering storm and think about my future. As that storm has always been there, always just growing in the north, and yeah. now it's just getting worse. While you're doing that, I'm going to secretly take a picture of you so you can use it for your Tinder profile. Because <laughs> what you described sounds like a really good like profile picture for a dating site. Like a brooding like, yeah. you know, hero staring in his off armor, into staring the off into the yeah. storm. Yeah, you look pretty epic, dude. Do you stay there a while? Yeah, I'm going to look over to the side, and there's a, a cave system that's not really easy to see. It's going to spark some memories of... And the end of summer a couple of years ago. Mm. And then stay for a while. Tana, do those pictures also have him holding fish? No, yep. he's not holding fish in these yet. I'll get that for the next one. Dude, he is so not going to get ladies. I he know. doesn't have a I fish know. in I know. No, that's one when we went uh, fishing with Heen. Oh, you've wow. got like yeah. a whole carousel oh, yeah, of photos right. yep. for your dating site. Let's hope. I really hope you don't die so I can help you set up that dating page for JR. <laughs> 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 Hobbies. Gold, gold, 
gold dad's <laughs> credit card. <laughs> JR, over the hours that you spend here, uh, eventually you hear the dock creak behind you as someone approaches. Brother, you're alive. You yeah. turn to find Edgar, who is not wearing his usual gleaming armor. It looks like he's trying to blend in, but his hair is still mm, immaculate. <laughs> <laughs> Chef's kiss. <laughs> Chef's kiss. Edgar takes a step forward towards you, but he's he's looking at your wings and the scales that have begun <laughs> to creep up your neck. What have they done to you, brother? They haven't done anything to me. This was me all along. He he stares, his eyes, his bright blue eyes just boring into you like looking for more, looking for an explanation. I should probably tell you everything and I'll turn and look towards the big storm clouds brewing. You'll hear north. a snap of a camera behind you. <laughs> no. And I'll candid it. You'll pose, yeah. you'll pose. He'll come step up beside you. When I was 12 years old here, me and my best friend stole a boat to go on a joy ride into that very storm way out there. The water was too treacherous for us and we capsized. My friend was knocked out and almost drowned and I along with him, but we were saved by a giant dragon who dwelled on an island in that storm. He, he saw something in me that I don't know if anyone has ever seen and offered me a deal that one day I would take his place, have no family, no relationships, only duty to protect this world from all that would threaten it. So I took the deal and it's been eating away for me for years, knowing that one day I'll eventually just be back on that island like him, like a boat floating in the ocean alone. Why did you never say anything about this? I, I felt like I never fit in with all of us. I was never good at magic. I could barely even do cantrips. It took me tutoring from my friends in school to even get by to cast even the most simplest spell. So I saw this as a chance to do more, to maybe live up to the family name just through a different way. The family name. <sighs> so... What will you do now? You have to return to this island of yours? Eventually, I'll probably go there. But for now, we're heading to Mount Thruma to take on Thogoth himself. He, at, for the first time, he <laughs> takes his eyes away from the storm and looks at you. Look, you know what Dad did to me and what all the Gathering Storm have done. It's all been him. And we gotta, we gotta deal with him. <laughs> yes, we do. Justice need not mercy. I will join you then. I I once thought you needed my protection, but I believe I was perhaps mistaken. But I would like to protect you nonetheless. But I need you to understand this isn't about just justice. This isn't about revenge. This is about the world itself. Balance. We need to restore Legal. Bring him back. We, we have to make this world a better place. I think that's truly why I took that deal long ago. That's why I gave up having a family. That's why I left you, my friends, 
my girlfriend, everything behind. And I think I've been running from it, but I think I have to run into the storm now. I was once glad that you needed not bear the responsibilities that I did. I... But now it's quite the opposite, isn't it? The weight of the world is cast upon your shoulders, and yet you still march. Our family would be proud. I hope so. I... I tried to find you after the Gathering Storm meeting. I, uh, I knew that wherever you were, you would return here if you were still alive to, to finish what you started. I'm glad that you have. Know that I have not been working alone. That orc, Gonk, he swam here sometime after you left the island. I'm sorry, Gunk swam across like a sea to get there. God, I love that orc. Unfortunately, the best part is he's a ghost. He doesn't have to. Yeah, he could have just floated. <laughs> he he did not have the patience that I have. He said that if the noodles and company ever return, he'll be waiting for you there. But to rest assured that he will kill the god himself. Will you let me join you, JR? Yeah. I think this is time for the Randstar brothers to finally go to battle side by side. Not with one of us looking up to the other or looking down trying to protect each other. We're going to go fight this storm as brothers in arm. He'll reach out to shake your hand. I'll shake his hand. After a time, I assume you all managed to find each other um presumably actually at the docks um where a boat is waiting for you tana a vibrant green butterfly lands on your shoulder and shortly after a swarm of them arrive here at the docks with you all breaking up your small talk and they are followed by a pair of Aarakocra. One of them, a barrel-chested toucan, shakes his head in disbelief as he lands. <laughs> <laughs> well, edge my erection if it ain't the legendary noodles and company. Deadbeat dick! <laughs> I'm gonna run forward and give him a big hug. <laughs> he'll, he'll swoop you up in a hug with his big wing arms. Oh, I, I was afraid of what was gonna follow his big. <laughs> okay, his wing arms. Ooh, good. Wait, would he even have an erection? I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Got a, he's I'm, got a cloaca, I'm right? literally hugging him. Don't talk about his cloaca. <laughs> he motions to the other Aarakocra. This one, a gorgeous blue and yellow macaw. I'd like y'all to meet my first mate and lovely wife, Deadpan Diane. <gasps> Well, hello, Diane. She gives a slight curtsy. Well, sit on my strap on. I've heard so much about y'all. Y'all looks like you haven't eaten a decent meal in ages. She reaches into a satchel at her side and pulls out a metal tin as well as a bunch of bowls. I made my world famous golden sun gumbo. And without waiting for a response, she begins serving. Oh. Dinner. Did she yes. know that Tinian doesn't eat meat? She has no idea. Okay. <laughs> I'll eat it for him. <laughs> so rumor has it you've been talking to the Empress herself. Seems like the company in Noodles and Company is growing mighty big, ain't it? We're franchising. <laughs> well, I suppose that's what it means to be Noodles and Company. Y'all make friends in all sorts of places, don't you? 
Where we're going, we're going to need as many friends as we can get. Right, where you're going. So let me get this straight. Y'all want me to sail you through an empire fleet so you can kill a demigod, is that right? Yep, yep that's about right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Our hope is that he'll just willingly leave, but it's a hope. I, I have a minor suggestion. Uh-huh. Uh, Deadbeat plucks a bright blue feather from his arm and hands it to Tana without any explanation. <laughs> that would hurt. Yeah, he, he winces only slightly. Um... I'm going to hold the feather in my hand and just kind of look between it and him. <laughs> um, Dip it in ink and write a will, because we ain't coming back from this one. <laughs> wow. 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 Yeah. I, yes. You're touche. I, I do have something that'll actually help, jokes aside. I, I'm sure my employer, and he'll eyeball here, won't mind if a few of these go missing. He pulls out three, only three, small vials of a gray liquid that shimmers with a rainbow color. He explains that drinking one of these will allow you to gain the benefits of a long rest in only ten minutes. But you gain a level of exhaustion as your body struggles to cope with the rapid restoration. Ooh. Yeah, I'm definitely going to snatch one of those. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I think I'll take one. I think we should all but Mo. I don't think Mo needs one. I don't no think offense, I need one. Mo. I, need I, I yummy, don't really but... need one, but I do. So what is it called? A potion of long rest? Is that all it is? Sure. Okay. That's easy enough. A potion of restoration. Restoration. <laughs> Before long, Deadbeat invites you all onto the boat that was gifted to him by the Empire. Wow. Um, and he he takes stock of what's on it, and and though he doesn't have his crew, it's only he and his wife. Um, it's a small enough vessel that that should be enough. Um, and Edgar has volunteered, however he can help. Nice. I do have a question for you, Joey, yeah. and this is going to be canon from here on out, so uh, think okay. about your answer uh -oh. carefully. Okay. Who is more foul? Deadbeat Dick or Deadpan Diane? <laughs> you, you foul F O W L. -L. <laughs> uh, I, I didn't even fuck you. <laughs> Fair. Conversation continues into you didn't the night. My question. No. <laughs> you got me. Be careful, otherwise Mo is gonna die. Expect an answer to that question. You get the impression that no the two of them constantly try and one up each other with their phrases. Lovely. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Conversation continues, um, and you all are given your rooms, and it's the excitement kind of wavers into fear, a little anxiety, as it's time to go to bed and have your final long rest before sailing into battle. Um, I don't think I'm going to sleep in my room. I think I'll probably sleep on deck i'll just find like a shadowy place um because this might be the last time i sleep and wake up <laughs> and it just feels like i don't really want to be in a dingy room actually now that i think about it you guys want to camp out on deck with me i don't really want to sleep alone absolutely not the sun is really unpleasant <laughs> i found a shadow <laughs> i for one think that sounds good yeah i'll camp out up there thanks guys one last sleepover before i'm gonna drag <laughs> finian up end. there we'll just set up an umbrella above him <laughs> i'll keep company for about four hours until it's time for me to go meditate for Fine. Four hours. <laughs> i don't need eight hours of long rest he also thanks, doesn't guys. need friends <laughs> <laughs> Well, Dergus makes a good pillow, so I'm sure the three of us can use him. God, he's so big, we could all, yeah. Yeah, we pillow. could, right? 
So, I don't know, you guys. Just in case, um, just in case I don't make this, make it out of here in Phytara or Noctara, just wanted to let you guys know. It's been really great knowing you. Annoying as hell. <laughs> Probably really dangerous to my health, but I wouldn't change a second. I love you, idiots. <laughs> I really do. Yeah, this is, uh, I think this has kind of been like a once in a lifetime adventure. I, I don't think I would have done it with anyone else. Mm. Yeah, it's been nice getting to know all of you guys. Yeah. I think I found a new family. Well, yeah. I never thought I wanted a family until I met you guys. Maybe found family is even better than blood family because you actually get to choose them. Yeah. But you're still stuck with us, so get used to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did you really choose each other? I mean, we kind of all like woke up in the same Stop place. Apparently, wait, 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 I gathered everyone. Actually, so. <laughs> technically, if we're going to be a family, we're going to have to call Volley or Papa. So. <laughs> huh. Pop, Papa. Oh, no, we'll die. Yeah. <laughs> well, I really hope I don't die so we can go out and keep making more enemies and <laughs> magic and mayhem and misadventure oh, everywhere wow. we go. And if we die, we should all meet up in the afterlife. I mean, if dust can meet up with other souls, <laughs> I'll do my very best. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll be like a swirl in the wind that annoys you from time to time. You know, Tana, I, I know this might not necessarily help, but I, I can't even begin to understand the situation you're in, but I still think even though you are going to be recycled, I think there's part of you that's that's so strong, whatever you reincarnate into, you're still going to be you. Oh. Are you saying I'm a stubborn mule? Yes. <laughs> if that's the kind way of saying it. <laughs> hey, that's what you might get reincarnated into. We don't know. You know what? That actually does make me feel better, Mo. Thanks. I don't know. Something about not being able to just wake back up again, having this be maybe my last life ever that I'm gonna live, I don't know, makes it that much more special. As the moon sets beyond the horizon, signaling morning, the Empire ship helmed by deadbeat Dick and his wife departs Yabu's rise. Everyone gets one last look at the dark storm you're sailing towards before you all return below deck to hide. <laughs> <laughs> the profound silence is broken by Volier, who speaks with a combination of somber resignation and anticipation. Welcome to the end of an era. And that is where we'll continue next time. Oh, man. Whoa. Thank you for listening to our podcast and a special thanks to our greater deities, Ricky, Linda, and Tom, our deities, Zach, Vic, Alleycat, Jason, Holly Mac, Melpomene, Ride, Andre, Pete, M, and Indy, our celestials, Ironjaw, Lee, Terry, Tasha, Little Lib, Nick, Virgil McClurkin, and Chris Kremkow, our heroes, Ray Kitsune, Chris Matowski, Soren, Vansel, Super Tom, and Kyleen, and all of our adventurers, if you want to affect like story like they do, maybe affect how the story might end, mm -hmm. come roll with us on Patreon. We're getting real close. And another thanks to Way Gaming for supplying our dice. That's all I have for today. See you next week. I'm nervous. See ya. <laughs>
guys, I left my shoes on the shore. <laughs> what would wow. JR's ideal date be? Like, you would, I'm sure you would start a fountain where you look for other people's gold that they've thrown in there. And then, and then what would you do? Would you go get like ice cream? Mini golf. I already explained this. Mini golf? Okay. Yeah, remember? I don't remember. I don't always listen. <laughs> oh, wow. Do you think JR scolds people for throwing gold into the fountain? Oh, yeah. Oh, I can see it. <laughs> no, as he's there with his net fishing it yeah, back out. Yeah, he's one of those right? people who have like, their pants rolled up walking around the fountain <laughs> picking up gold coins. Oh, <laughs> Until man. the guards come, hey! 